Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I just want to I just want to um, share a little thing with you that I believe would, would help you set your mind um, on the things that God would have you set your minds on at this very time. I want us to look at First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and verse 7. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and verse 7. And my Bible says, it says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Verse 7 is where I will rest the message today. He said, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And I'll be talking on cast your cares. Cast your cares. Cast your cares. Three words, but very powerful. Three, three words with a straightforward instruction. Very powerful, but very difficult to adhere. Very difficult to attain. I will be frank with you. You know, everybody at one time or the other in their lives, and for most people, it almost is like every time. There is always something to be bothered about. There is always something to be worried about. There is always something to be anxious about. There is always something that makes us uneasy. As our faces are different here this morning, so are the things that we are dealing with. So are the things that cause us anxiety. So are the things that make us uneasy. Some of us are concerned about the next phase of our lives. What happens after now? How am I going to deal with these expectations that are ahead of me? There are a few persons who are unfortunate to be dealing with sickness and pain and disease, either for themselves or for a loved one, even at this time. There are people who are hurting, broken relationships, lost businesses, lost resources, issues in the marriage, issues at work. There is always something at any point in time that gets a lot of us anxious. Especially when we live in this part of the world where things that are supposed to be easy are not easy. Things that other people have taken for granted are things that we fast and pray over. To the point that everything that we discuss, we just, we just surrender. And you see a lot of people say, oh, we, we are just trusting God. It's just a way to console ourselves. And so it is not unnatural for us to find out that there is always something plaguing a man's mind at any point in time. Some people are worried about their children. What happens to them afterwards? How am I going to move these children from what I dream of for them? How am I going to attain the heights 
that I desire for them. Some it may be a recalcitrant child who is not going the way that you have instructed, you have done everything, he or she continues to go in the way that you, do, you don't want the person to go. There are so many issues. I cannot list what issues that can be in anybody's life at this time. But I know for certain, one, as an adult, and two, as a pastor, that almost everybody here this morning is dealing with one issue or the other. I want us to look at this scripture again in verse 7. I want us to look at it on the amplified, the classical amplified, and see how he breaks it down for us. You know, because the, the beautiful thing about God is that God sees where you are. He knows where you are. He understands you. He said, we do not have a high priest who is not touched by the feelings of our infirmities. For he had in all ways been tempted like us. What, the Bible described one time that Jesus was in a situation like this. While he prayed at the, at the Garden of Gethsemane, he was so troubled that he was sweating blood. So he's been there. He knows what it means to go without food. He experienced it. Yes, by choice, yes, but then he experienced it. He knew what it was to be tempted, to be faced with difficult choices that have everlasting implications. He knew what it was. And he says to you in, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, he said, casting all your cares, all your anxieties. I love the word all. At times we give God some and we keep some. But here he says, all, all, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns. How many times does he say you should do it? Once and for what? Once and for all. On who? Him. Not on the system, not on your relationships, not on your capabilities, not on the level of your resources, not on your intelligence. Not on the level of information available to you. Because all these things that I've mentioned have limits. There are people that you have expected at some point in your life that if I ever came to this junction, this person will be here to help me. And then only for you to get there, you realize that you were just alone. He said, woe unto him that puts his trust in man. He said, woe. Unfortunate is the man that puts his trust. He said, don't even put your trust in princes. Princes are the well-placed guys who have resources at their disposals. Those connections that you were looking about, looking for are princes. Don't despise it because their resources have taught you that. However, if you place your trust and your confidence on princes, you are in a bad place. So there are times that you, that, you, that you have these people, these relationships, you think would come true for you in the time of adversity. Yet when adversity came, you were standing in the rain all by yourself. So he says here, cast all your cares on him. Why? He said, for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very what? Carefully. Oh, glory be to Jesus. I, I want to read. This is the Amplified. I want to read the classical. There are a few words. A few words that are a little bit different there. It says, it says, casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him, 
For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Hey. Has anybody here ever baked cake or bread? You've ever been with somebody who bakes? Do you, when you bake, when you put your dough in the oven, do you just walk away? What do you do? You watch carefully, anticipating every development, every change. You keep watching. You keep watching, waiting for things to turn out or for you to make certain changes. That's how God watches over you. He's so, he's so careful of you that he watches over you in that manner. He says you should trust him. He says, he says cast all your cares on him for he cares about you with deep affection. And watches over you carefully. Oh Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the God that we are talking about. That's the God that we are talking about. You know, many times some people have asked me, why are things so, why is, the, why is life so difficult? Why is it that there is always something to fight for? Why there's so much labor? So much labor, so much difficulty. Why do you always have to, have to labor so much? Why are things, why there's so much pain? You know, at times some of us will think that the moment you got born again, things will just become rosy and beautiful and straight. But then you realize that it is not exactly so. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 31, I want you to project it for everybody to see in the King James Version, what the Bible says after God created the heavens and the earth. Are you there? Genesis. Look at what it says. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was what? Very good. And the evening and the morning were the what? The sixth day. Everything that God created, he created it beautiful. It was perfect. It was awesome. There was no pain. There was no stress. There was no worry. There was no anxiety. But man had the choice to make to allow things to continue the way God designed it, or to bring himself under a new master. But man chose a new system and submitted himself to what we call spiritual death. And spiritual death infiltrated everything, everything. Everything that God made. It's like, it's like you going to the market and bought fruits, vegetables, and then you bought some grains, gari, all those things, and in your boot, in the car of your boot. And as you were going, you, you bought a jerry can and bought petrol and put it also in the boot. You know what's going to happen when you get home? Everything that you have bought will start smelling petrol. That's exactly what spiritual death did to every of God's creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. But Jesus Christ said, he said, be of good cheer. He said, in the world you will have persecution. John chapter 16, verse 33. He said, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It is given that you would have persecution. It is given that you will have tribulation. Tribulation are hard times, difficulties. Because that is where you are. 
He said, but this is, I have spoken to you that you would have peace. And so because of that, he then says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come unto me, all you who are what? Who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you what? Rest. Because you live in a world that is already corrupted. That's why your happiness is many times short-lived. All of us wish that we would be in that state of happiness all the time. But happiness is dependent on what? Happenings. That's why joy is a better version. Because joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It's not dependent on what's happening around you. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so this morning, God is challenging us to move from that situation of chaos to a place of peace. But you cannot reach there, you know, because he says in, in Philippians chapter, chapter 4. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. He says, And the peace of God which passeth all what? Understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. But remember, he has said in the world you will have tribulations. But here is another reality. So tribulation is a reality. Situation of things not going your way is a reality. But there's also another reality here. The reality is that there's a place where it's called abundance of peace. Peace that passes understanding. That means the peace that exists in the midst of the tribulation, in the midst of the difficulty. So much that the two do not look alike. That's why it passes understanding. There is really no reason for you to be peaceful in this situation. Do you understand me? There is no reason for you to be comfortable. But he wants you to be in a state where there is no anxiety, no worry, no cares. So how do you then move from a situation of tribulations, difficulties, stress? To a place of peace that passes understanding, which is where God wants you to be operating on. The only way to get here is through First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your cares on him. Casting all your cares on him. All the burdens, all the load on him. I will also be smart and tell you this, friends. At times, it feels good to carry the burden. Some of us, that is where our identity is built around. We feel that's what makes us mature and responsible. But it's a short circuit. The smartest, shortest way not to enjoy life. Because no matter how responsible you are, you cannot even be responsible for the air that you breathe. You have limits. It is smart to recognize that you have limits. There are things you cannot do. He said, which one of you, by worrying, can even add one cubit to his head? Which one of you, by keeping thoughts for so many things that you have no control over, can really control how things go? Which one of you? So it makes sense. It's an intelligent response to cast your cares on him who is able. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Any time that you feel the weight of anything on you, it's because you have not cast it to the Lord. Those children that you are feeling the burden of the responsibility of catering for them on you, 
is because you have not cast it to the Lord. Anytime you cast something to the Lord, the weight leaves you. So if you still feel the weight, it's because you have not cast it on to the Lord. Sweetheart, could you come? Let me show them what I'm talking about. Please come. The sister behind Pastor Patrick. I also want to bring me this too, quickly, please. We don't have, we don't have time. Okay, stay here, please. Put it here. Thank you. Please, sir, stay, stay over here. Stay over here. Okay, thank God it's braids you're wearing. I'm going to mess it up a little bit. Do you mind? You don't mind. Oh, she doesn't mind. Okay, great. Have you ever carried something before? Okay, carry this. It's heavy. Should I help you? No problem. She said no problem. Okay, good. She's fine. Move over to him. Do you feel any weight on you? You feel the weight? Should I add some things on it? I should not. You feel weight? Please remove it. How do you feel now? You feel freer? You feel lighter? Are you still feeling the weight of this? Why is she not feeling the weight? Because she has cast it over. Somebody bigger and stronger has taken it up. Do you understand that? So when you, please have your seat, thank you. So when you feel the weight of anything on you, it's because you are carrying it. And this morning, I have come to say, let the bigger guy, the God, the one who has no limits, let him carry it for you. Cast your care. Give it to him. And giving your cares to the Lord, the things that are bothering you, how will this business grow? How will I make these resources be productive? How can I maneuver in this responsibility? How can I deliver according to expectation? How do I maintain this? Will this situation change? These are all cares. And nobody will blame me for having cares. Because as long as you are in the world, the Bible says you will have what? Tribulations. He didn't promise us parties. But he told us that we will have tribulations. But he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And I will give you peace that passes what? Understanding. But to get to the position of peace that passes understanding, you need to cast your cares. Cast your cares. It's a deliberate effort to say, Father, I recognize I cannot carry this. Lord, I am giving this over to you. And when you give God something, be careful not to go back and collect it again. Some of us give him in the morning, but by evening we have collected it back. Because you are trying for it to make sense in your, in your brain. It doesn't always work that way. Hallelujah. He said, casting all your cares, all, without exception, all, give it over to him. Let him carry it. He is able. And when he carries it, you will feel lighter in your spirit. Your experiences will be lighter. Then you will have the opportunity to begin to enjoy life because God designed life for you to enjoy it. He said, the thief cometh not, John chapter 10 verse 10. But to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it what? In abundance. Abundant life. You cannot be living an abundant life and having stress. Hallelujah. But he's promised us abundant life. 
But cast your cares. Cast it. Especially when you know you cannot handle it. It's intelligent to cast your cares on the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, God knows exactly where you are. He sees those midnight tears. He knows those concerns that you have not even voiced to anybody. He knows the fears in your heart. And he sent me as his servant this morning to say to you, cast your care. Cast your care on the Lord. Give it over to Jesus. Give it over to Jesus. That thing that you are so concerned about, you are worried about, you don't know how it's going to pan out. Give it over to Jesus. Make a conscious effort to say, Father, I recognize I cannot carry this anymore. Lord, I am giving this over to you. And let me tell you, times would come that you would feel like going back to pick it up again. Especially when you realize that God's time and yours are not the same. Oh, beautiful. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in your time. His time. And I know that whatever God doeth shall be what? Forever. It is perfect. Nothing shall be taken from it. Nothing shall be added to it. When God cooks a meal for you, you will not need to add salt. That's how perfect God will be. When you taste it, you won't say, oh, give me a little salt. Oh, give me a little more spice. Nothing. It will be exactly not only your taste, but what your body needs. Oh, you don't get that. Most times when cooks cook, chefs, when they cook, they are targeting your taste. But when God prepares a meal for you, and guess what? He said he lays a table before me. In the presence of your friends. Can you imagine the kind of scriptures that are coming out this morning? It brings out the controversies. He lays a table before thee in the presence of. Not your friends who love you. <laughs> your enemies. Peace that passes understanding. The place where God is furnishing a table for you is the place that you least expect it. But yet, the table will be there. And it will be exactly what you need in taste and in body. Because whatever God doeth, it's perfect. It's perfect. I want to encourage you this morning in the name of Jesus. You have carried that burden enough. You have carried that weight enough. You have carried that load enough. That care is enough. That concern, it has ruled your heart long enough. God is saying, cast your care. Let me carry it. Let me carry it. I want you to bow your head this morning. Only you know what it is. But I know for certain that as our faces are different this morning, so are the things that we are dealing with. Some of us were dealing with one thing. Some are dealing with two. Some are dealing with three. Some cannot even count the things that they are concerned about. But God is saying, cast your cares on him. Cast your cares on him. Put it back on the Amplified. Cast your cares on him. For he watches over you affectionately. God is more interested in your success than even you can imagine. He is interested in your success. He is interested in your tomorrow. He is interested in what happens to you. He is concerned about you. Casting all your cares on him. All your anxieties. All your worries. And all your concerns. 
once and for all. Give it over. Give it over to him. For he cares about you with deepest affection. He cares about you watchfully. He cares about you. He watches over you very carefully. He is concerned about you. Do not carry that burden. Let God carry it. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. That you will find the faith to trust in the Lord. I pray for you this morning. That you would commit your ways unto him. I pray for you this morning. That you would trust him a lot to carry your burdens. To carry the load on you. I pray for you this morning in the name of Jesus. That as the word of God has said. You would cast your cares on him. And let God take the burdens of you. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy burden, and I will give you rest. I pray for you today that you will come into the rest of the Lord, that you will come into the peace that passes understanding. I pray for you today that things will work in your favor. I pray for you today that you will enjoy the peace of God in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke everything that troubles you. Every thought that keeps you awake at night. Every situation that has stolen your peace. I rebuke that condition. I rebuke that situation. And I speak peace into your life. I speak peace into your well-being. In the mighty name of Jesus. Cast your cares on him. For he cares about you. You are blessed in Jesus' name. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International. Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.